right, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to It's Not the End of the World, and I'm Steven. And I'm Brittany, and I'm back. She's back. Last time, uh, Steven's lovely father joined him, and that was awesome. He's amazing. Yes, he definitely has the voice for radio, that's for sure. He really does. As soon as I listened to it, I was like, oh my god, he could replace me. (laughs) No, I don't think you could be replaced, Brittany. (laughs) I'm sorry, you're too fit for this show. All right, well, let's talk about how, why it's not the end of the world. Yes. What do you think? I'm thinking that we talk about diet today because... What did you eat today? Yeah, what did I eat? Oh, well, let's see. I ate an egg for breakfast, an avocado. I eat a lot of things when I eat, usually, so like my meals well, can yeah, be an extensive it, yeah. list. Uh, <laughs> I eat get some, that. some beans, a bagel... Right on. And then the smoothie. All right, so, like, so yeah, that yeah, that sounds like a pretty good diet to me. Yeah, I I take care of myself with that kind of stuff, the the food. I didn't used to, not always, but but I think learning about it is what helped me, oh. and that's why I'm here to kind of share things today. Not that I'm some kind of guru diet expert, but that I I know some other things about the food that that we eat yeah everybody finds some things out about certain things when they get older that's something i've noticed getting older i find out i'm like oh wow that really wasn't good for me or you know (laughs) you finally have that realization that you need maybe need to change and and you know that's all part of our experience we're just learning and growing you know so yeah we're just here to talk about what is the right diet we there's plenty of answers to that question to be yeah. honest but we don't want to make it more complicated than it has to be we want to no. try to make this simple actually yeah. because it's such a basic part of our life that it seems to be a problem when we worry so much about it and due to the information age there's just so many things that we encounter and right. people seem to have the answer to your problems with weight control or weight management and what should and shouldn't go on your body and things like that and right. it just there's no one right way to live you <laughs> know kind of, yeah I, that's i think that's like the big picture here so with the food thing we're not at all telling anybody yeah. you know you need to do this or you need to do that or and i think overall like consistency might actually be the most helpful with your diet you know, just find something that's good that works for you. It's consistent, right? Yeah, if it makes you like throw up and like you know have diarrhea all the time, <laughs> like your bowels actually say a lot about you know your food. So listen to your body. <laughs> Definitely, and as with a lot of our episodes, we're gonna start off in the past, mm-hmm. and specifically prehistory in this case, and. And what we know so far through archaeological evidence about what has been found with the remains of our ancestors that tells us what food they have put into their bodies and how it's changed over time. And maybe give us some insight into what we should be eating. So, as far as we know, for most of our evolutionary history, we spent time as frugivores and frugivores mean that we would eat fruit as a, the most uh, that would play the biggest part in our subsistence and what we 
put into our body was fruit and then i would venture to say things like nuts and seeds and maybe roots like vegetables and things like that to supplement our diet and we spent a large chunk of time eating that way i'm talking like 90 percent of our evolutionary history and that's tracing it back to like you know the 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 people that you see in those diagrams where it it charts the change in our mm-hmm. our body structure and then they're standing upright at a certain point i'm talking like when they're like hunched over and like almost right. crawling on their front legs and then you know easing in to the evolutionary history that that would be where we spend most of our time right, but like around the connection to homo sapiens yeah homo sapiens our species homo sapiens right. and taking it back as far as we can go as far as we can see with what has happened what has um, been left behind and around half a million years ago some people say 250 million 300 million either way around that time frame in history is when you start to see things like projectiles like technology tools that our ancestors developed and it wasn't natural for them per se, but maybe it was. I don't know. That would be a good question, a philosophical question. Yeah, I would definitely say, is technology natural or not? <laughs> but anyway, so they they developed these stone tools, and what they can do with it is throw it at animals and kill it, and find ways to to eat these animals. And over time, including animal protein in in your diet changes your body and it changed our bodies our ancestors bodies to increase their stature and change the the structure of their their skeletal structure the frame of their body we Uh, started developing more like uh, abilities to break down enzymes so we were putting more things into our body different types of food definitely cooked food especially Mm -hmm. like that played a significant role in the amount of calories we could take in yeah or the yeah the amount of calories we needed to function yeah that too because over time the more that you eat the more dependent you become on those right. foods the more you do like if you're constantly you know especially if it's way back when you're talking about you know there <laughs> we didn't have couches like tvs and you know things like that so people were constantly moving doing around and moving and they yeah. were like we need to find the next place the next place you know yeah it's like a some kind of so they're sens- hungrier than we know sensational yeah. hunger <laughs> That was that was developing, mm-hmm. and it was due to our ingenuity, mm-hmm. human ingenuity, and that increasing brain size and body structure and all of this just led to more and more developments, and eventually you start to have what we would call civilization, where people would depend on agricultural products mm-hmm. for food. So and it became would, a lot easier to eat the food. Yeah. That's like, like the... You know, before it was like if you, you know, something that you couldn't break or something that you, you know, they didn't cook. Yeah. I mean, or maybe when they did start actually like cooking things, you know, warming yeah. it up and getting it softer. But that's something us humans do. And I just didn't realize it because I was thinking the other day while I was cooking. I'm like, imagine if I just ate, tried to eat like all these fruits and veggies and everything else, just like how it is right now in front of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like no, no cutting it, nothing. 
Mm-hmm. Like we don't, I don't even think we have the teeth for that. Like evolutionary wise, I don't even think our wisdom teeth, most people don't have them. So I'm sure that like it, it having is, those teeth is what made it easier to like eat things that weren't cut up and easy, you know, no, like your it, teeth are like your <laughs> knives and cutting boards. It's true though. Like our, our, the structure of our jaws have changed. Do you know we're the only species with chins? With The I, only. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But but seriously <laughs> though, like our our bone structure in our face, even in our mm-hmm. our jaws, our teeth, the crowding of teeth, it happens because of thousands of years of of eating basically predigested food. That's what cooking does; it breaks right. it down. Yeah, and you know it, it increases the calorie intake. But that that's what allows us to grow too. I mm-hmm. mean, we're taller now; we need more calories. To, yeah, our brains are bigger. Survive. Like we yeah. may not be doing a lot, but we think a lot. At least yeah. i mean I'm <laughs> that takes sure. a, that like, takes a lot of energy it really yeah it really does like to if you, you know people who who are depressed and things like that they actually show more signs of you know when they're it triggers depression when yeah you're like thinking and yeah know. just thinking like when you think too much it actually causes your brain to like shut you know, down yeah like basically. just be like you know what i <laughs> i'm about to throw some cells around and maybe die because <laughs> You know, I've just been in my head thinking constantly and I've been overactive and, but food does that too. You know, it's weird, but I think a lot of people don't necessarily associate food with, or diet with like mental health or diet with, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, I even think about it like complexion and acne and stuff. I'm always like, you know, I wonder if the food I eat has anything to do with that kind of stuff, you know, like how important is it? Like that could almost determine your diet. You know what I mean? Like what, whatever is something, you know, if you find things that, that, you know, help something that you have yeah. specifically because you started eating or you took something out of your diet, Yeah. you know, maybe one thing for me is not good for you. So my diet isn't unhealthy because I'm getting what I need and your diet could be unhealthy because even though you're eating the same thing I am, you might not be able to break that down or need that true yeah i guess when it comes to dairy because you have the time to do that steven to try every bit of food and right you know be like nope not for me (laughs) i don't know that would it'd be too hard for me i think i would just (laughs) stop (laughs) yeah i would try and then i'd stop right but uh yeah like um there's debates about things that we've come across within that time frame of development of tools and technology and different ways of consuming food and and producing it that we've decided some of those foods might not be quote-unquote natural for Mm us and when you ask a vegan they might say it's meat or dairy and it's become a popular topic of discussion i think especially well, I uh, think people recently. got, yeah, people, a lot of people, I think, started getting called out. Like, I think this is what kind of caused the whole movement of, like, the debate that you're talking about, if you think about it, too. Like, yeah. we were marketing, people were marketing it and getting, you know, basically building corporations on natural living. And then some people were just being like, you know, just because you, you know, you claim this label, is that actually something that's, like, natural for me? True. Yeah. It's, uh, there's, a, it's gaining momentum, I would say. And, um, they base a lot of their their arguments on on pretty sound evidence and, yeah. and reasoning for the most part and for like health are you talking about like cholesterol yeah things? yeah things like that i mean like um having a diet that 
is that that has less meat and less animal products in it mm-hmm. will reduce your risk of heart disease and diabetes i think doctors even yeah a lot of older people doctors will tell them like yeah you need to stop doing this this and that and then they stop and because they're like yeah i want to live longer but imagine if we did that our whole life yeah if we did that our whole life and it's worth uh delving into that i think to try to figure out what our diet should be because we are what we eat you know that's yeah. what they say so like, you are what you eat <laughs> i definitely yeah, quite agree. literally in this yeah. case i guess but uh, but like some of these things that we eat are are generally either healthy or unhealthy and it depends also on the amount that we mm-hmm. put put in our body dosage is everything i like i would if anybody yeah. came up to me and said what is like world what is something that you would tell the whole world if you could, if there was like a microphone the whole world could hear you i would just scream out do whatever you want but dosage is the most important thing and that's with every single thing you do it doesn't matter if it's like drugs or if it's like you know playing a game or being you know what i mean yeah. everything you do needs to be dosed and yeah i that's just if somebody were to ask me that, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It's it's moderation. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if you want to say it a different way, moderation. Even food. Like, we th- overeating is a... I've One time I ate a whole Donato's pizza and threw up. Like, that's... <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna... I'm not proud of that moment, but I did. Like, I can say I've done that before. Yeah. I used to work there. Actually. Yeah, overeating. <laughs> overeating. It's a thing. Like... Yeah, and there's certain things about the foods that are popular, especially in country like america mm-hmm. where the the levels of the bad things in the food are what make it most enticing mm-hmm. and, and make appetizing. it taste amazing yeah and that is <clears throat> what drives our behavior and uh, it takes up a significant portion of a lot of people's diet and it's worth questioning the the ethics of all of that especially when it comes to uh, the way in which this food is produced. I mean, you know, we've probably at least some of the audience has seen those documentary footage, the the documentary footage of people in uh, slaughterhouses and mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's not really a pleasant sight. And cow conspiracy, the cowspiracy yeah, or whatever yeah, it's called. That's one to check out. Exactly. Those those sorts of things make you question what you put in, into your body and and i think uh, it is a little unnatural when it gets to that level to understand um where it coming where your food comes from is is very important and it helps that we know this stuff now because the more that we know, the more we have the power to change right. what 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 our culture values and and what we put into our body, what how we value our body and our health. Yeah, I mean, I think like we have the FDA and everything like that, so I think we kind of in our minds think, well, they're gonna protect us, right? Like <laughs> they. They must have something going on that they know what's up and they're going to make sure that the humans that, you know, li- consume these products and things and food and, yeah, and you know. In reality, the FDA, they're just humans, too. That yeah, are, they're that just are op- trying to help. Oper- operating on 
rules that they've developed from research right and maybe the research is outdated maybe there's a change happening as we speak and and the more that people find out more about it, the more power they have to do, to change the rules that are in mm-hmm. place, you know? Yeah, so. I think, well, and I think the FDA's sole purpose is probably just to, for liability on their own, you know, they probably, ta- you know, at, at the end of the day, they get money from these corporations, whether we like, you know, whether they they know it or not. Every, you know, the so government gets paid. So they're, yeah. yeah, so their FDA is more, I think, at least that's my personal opinion. I don't know, you know, but I just, I do believe that, it's more important to do your research beyond the FDA. Yeah. If you are somebody who genuinely is curious about what it is that you're consuming. Yeah. You know, not everybody's worried about that. That's fine. One day there might be a symptom you have where that's probably, you know, the cause. Everybody has it. Like one, I used to eat white castles and it'd make me throw up. Like (laughs) now I don't eat white castles. You know what I mean? Kind of idea. So I do. I think the FDA is going to, I think eventually with more pressure, me- yeah, especially with like the plant medicine and everything, you know, that like Eastern medicine, I think mm. with our Western medicine design of everything resulting from the FDA and beyond of anything pharmaceutical, whatever that the government has something to do with. I think that I do see hope and change in the, the evolution of that department specifically with our mm. health, because like we you know they might as well research these things and help out human evolution while they can you know like what's going to actually be sustain you know sustainable yeah. and keep humans and the planet alive at the same time it's it would be a hard task to undertake and it, that's why it takes such a large body of people to determine because um when it comes to what is healthy and unhealthy or natural and unnatural for us there's a lot of things to consider, and if we wanted to broaden our scope entirely to to see the the bigger picture, we have to include our environment, because it's mm-hmm. it's what first of all produces our food. Yeah, the, <laughs> and we, the, yeah, we the are... planet's the reason we're alive. <laughs> if anybody ever needs a he- like an explanation yeah. for why are we here, like <laughs> yeah, well the pla- it doesn't matter. The planet is why we're alive. So let's just think. Think, be thankful for that. Yeah, and you know the the universe, the solar system, the Earth, whatever, the sun. Ever, everything. <laughs> yeah. So like, we are, we are here, and we have to find balance and not let our what we crave, our desires, you know, always shoving saturated fat and <laughs> high in cholesterol foods down our throats, and never thinking about the consequences for ourselves and also for the environment because. It takes a lot of resources to put into growing meat, basically, right. is if you want to think of it like that. Like you go grow the the the, um, the supply, the feed for the animals, and then you have to feed the animals, and then they grow, and then you slaughter them, and that that's just an extra process that that kind of takes up more energy and resources. Right. And if we're going to have a lot more people on this planet. Well, we can't have everybody eating steak dinners every night. Right. Well, you know? and yeah, not only can our hearts not handle that, but our yeah. planet literally can't. Like with the amount of gases, like the toxic gases that are released up throughout year daily throughout, you know, this yeah. just the 
I mean, wherever all of not it just has the to animals, go to the universe, are, all this stuff yeah. that we produce and put out there, like it's all it's toxic as hell. Like yeah. the, I mean, I love animals, and I, you know, humans. I mean, you when you if a human poops outside, you're supposed to bury it six feet under the ground, at least three feet. But I would say at least six feet if you're me. But standard three feet. But like, that's how you know that stuff is very toxic. So like it, what you take in is mm. important because what it puts out to the earth. Because if you are anything that takes anything in, you are gonna have to put put something out eventually. You know. Yeah, there's a lot that we have to consider and and we actually don't need that much really when you think about it yes at the beginning of this episode i described how our our stature and our size has changed over the course of developing tools to cook food and and kill animals and use them for meat and survival but at the same time you have to consider that in that environment where people were were hunting and gathering for their food, there were times where they didn't have all the food that they need. And there were times when it was hard to come by the animals and there's seasons mm-hmm. that change and the, f- the food that grew in that location you might not be able to find there. Again, when you're walking past it. So all of this considered the environment we are in now where we have food present right in front of us and all we have to do is slide a card and right. take that food and go home it seems a lot more convenient and and to monitor ourselves mm-hmm. is is helpful because if we if we don't then we're not doing our bodies a favor because our right. bodies are still suited for the time period 500,000 years right. ago yeah. and our bodies cannot handle all of the excess that we put in and I know it's hard to maybe develop that that willpower mm-hmm. to cultivate a, a, a healthier lifestyle but I think it's worth it in the end if if we can cause ourselves or cause some kind of cultural change if we all kind of start to to wake up to this and understand what we value the biggest thing is fear boredom like if there's anything in the world that you should do is fear boredom because i think this is something we've all done maybe is we walk to your fridge you open it you see you know you see some food you don't really see anything you want so you shut the door and walk away and then like 10 minutes later you uh, find yourself in the kitchen you uh, open the fridge and see the same fridge that was there 10 minutes ago and then you're like and eh, nothing looks good so you know when your mind is bored you want to fill it with you know you're not doing Something anything you're not thinking yeah feet, eat 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 you know like it used Con- to be yeah it used to be like the way they would eat would be you know okay because of how much they were doing they were working their body they're working their mind that you know they were burning energy a lot so they needed a lot of that food but like us because of how much we don't really do as much as we used to yeah evolutionary standing like you know society like you just said you can just go and swipe your card like (laughs) we don't take as much time to get our food therefore we have more time to spare and that's what allows for us to to talk (laughs) 
in front of a microphone yeah. about <laughs> <laughs> about this like i mean yeah. am i about to go eat some mexican food after this yes i am <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the amount of things that have changed with our evolution of what we've put into our bodies has been i mean is resilient like i mean even though humans have been destroying the planet for however long i don't want to just make that seem like a blah 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 statement because it's not but humans really have been doing fascinating things with figuring out what we you know people used to do experiments where they healthy people would sign up so that they could test if things were good or bad for the human body like borax and simple little things (laughs) like you know they would say well five days in and the borax is making me feel like crap and you know they then they would turn it in and be like okay so the you know we recommend that you don't ingest borax you know and if <laughs> so i think on that note steven i think you know i think that there, like there's just no you know there's no one right way to live so i think that i hope that anybody listening to this didn't really get the idea that we were trying to be pushy because i think that food shaming and just like all of that stuff has become super huge now like if you're not natural you're unhealthy you know or if you're not yeah if you're not natural you're unhealthy stay away kind of idea or like not not even stay away i take that back because sometimes it's more in your face like you're doing this wrong you need to do it this way yeah so definitely we we're not we're not trying to be those people but we do kind of want to just you know have a discussion and dissertate a little bit about why food is actually something we should probably spend more time thinking about rather than actually eating. Well, I think we should consider it and then and then just eat, you know? Like <laughs> Well, find, yeah, you find should out say where, eat. I just fi- say find out where you stand. Yeah, find out where you stand. And hopefully it's healthy for you. If it's not, well then you know, whatever, like, you know, we all die someday. Yeah, we so. all reap our own consequences, <laughs> even if we don't talk about them, so. <laughs> so, like, you know, do what you're going to do, and hopefully this clarifies some things, and if not, well, then maybe do some research, maybe not. If anything, you did find out that humans are the only ones that have chins, so there's <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> That's what we hope to, the, the kind of information we hope to to spread (laughs) through this podcast so uh hopefully you're more informed now and uh thanks for listening to it's not the end of the world yeah have a beautiful night we'll get back or a day whenever you're listening to this (laughs) i just thought i looked out the window and see now it was dark (laughs) (laughs) night day whatever and uh we'll get back with you in a few weeks whenever the next episode will be released Thank you, guys.